0: Because you want to live in the forefront of your times, in ideals and in sacrifice, you have elected this. Live from Madworth Boulevard, it's The Paul and Rachel podcast, the podcast where my daughter hates Rachel.
1: Yeah, we're we're having an issue. We've gone to we've gotten into a new game today, which involves every time I walk near her, she cries. Every time I walk away from her, she smiles. Let's
0: test let's test the theory. Yeah, okay. uh, Shani, can you bring uh, just just bring Asher over? Okay, so Asher currently not crying,
1: not crying, happy Asher. Here it comes. Here it comes.
0: Come on. Come on, oh, honey, okay. Rach. There's
1: a part of me that feels very weird about the fact that we're trying to make a baby cry. Well, look,
0: it's fine. And and I think actual audio evidence of this will be an issue for docs later. All right.
1: Let's, let's stop tormenting okay. this boy.
0: All right. See you, Asha. Bye bye, sweetie. Bye. Bye. Um,
1: Meanwhile, we are also in live stereo, stereo, stereo sound, because Mm. after 52 podcasts, we finally have a headphone jack. So exciting. (laughs) Both
0: of us wearing. So I will now be able to notice when I start straying over here. (laughs) And I've heard previous podcasts, this apparently was mic (laughs) technique. But now we're right on microphone. Uh, incidentally, you know how both of us are sort of all in, all in on everything Apple. I think I have to buy everything by contract. Yeah. Um, what is the music service? How is it any different than Spotify or anything else?
1: I don't know. I've I've literally only seen one line about it, which says that it appears to just be Spotify with a comments page. Yeah, but uh,
0: correct. But also, the selling of individual songs mm. would presumably still be doing okay as a business. So what they're going to make more money out of the you know subscription per month. Mm. And you know what? I'm not going to join it.
1: I feel if you're going to do this stacks on approach to a product or a service, which often happens because once people see success in one area, they think to themselves, okay, well, we've obviously got to turn around and make that ourselves. The issue is you have to be quick. Yeah. And Apple, despite being at the forefront of just about everything, has in this particular race. <laughs> Rolled in so fashionably late that all of the party pies are eaten and most of the people have gone
0: home. You're listening to Paul and Rach.
1: I wanted to call out a douchey behaviour and say to anybody who listens to this podcast that does it, please don't. What are you? But keep listening. (laughs) Keep listening. (laughs) Would you agree with me? that the golf swing in a public place without a golf club and nowhere near a golf course Mm. is just a bizarre, odd thing to do. Yeah,
0: it's absolute rubbish.
1: I rolled past Bondi Junction Westfields the other day and in the bus stop there's a dude practising how to do a swing Mm. with his... I am just thinking there is not a ball nor a club in sight.
0: But it's this thing where you don't see people who are, you know, into painting or sculpting just sort of... (laughs) (laughs) Pretending there's an easel. Get the guys up on the Paul and Rage Facebook page.
1: I was reading a story, and I love dipping back into our archives. We've done it a little oh, bit. Oh,
0: hey, 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 why wouldn't you? I mean, the, they're so expansive.
1: Over the years, we have had a few standout moments on our shows on Triple M uh, that are worth replaying. Mm. Some of you who uh, have heard the poo in the taxi audio <laughs> will know that that was definitely worth a replay. Um, I'm not sure if we've redone the Kissing Cousins yet on this podcast, I don't have think we? we have either. That was another joyous event. But yeah. one of the, the phone topics that I will never forget is... Is what has the vet made you do? Oh, yes! And the reason that I bring this up is because there was a photo That's floating cool. around on the internet lately um, of a, a a person who has a goldfish, and the goldfish kind of got a bit off balance. So he, he built the goldfish a floating wheelchair so that the goldfish could float through without falling over. <laughs> Now, we'll pop the photo up on our Facebook page, but it reminded me of a woman who rang us up to tell us that she had to wank her goldfish. That's right! (laughs) And I'm going to go back in the archives, and this is what she told us.
0: Hello, I have a goldfish, and we had to take him to the vet. And the vet said we kept it getting bigger and bigger, and he had to. We had to release his sperm, so we did go home and we got him out of the fish bowl. And my husband had him in his hand, and he was stroking him. And he then left him, and he said, "There's no way at all I can wank a goldfish." <laughs> oh, wow! Oh, that is great. Oh. So did you have to show a goldfish porn to make sure it had a wet dream? Like, what did you do? Did it was it okay? No, the poor thing after that, my husband said, I physically cannot possibly do this, and he died. They let him die! The fish died of blue balls, (laughs) Rach. Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrach.com.au. Romance
1: news, P. Murray.
0: Romance (gasps) news.
1: Oh, we're going to have Regional Radio Man uh, read the story time this afternoon, I'm going to tell you. And also, we need a special um, Regional Radio Man shout-out to what is going to become a new segment, which is Mad Rooter of the Week.
0: Oh, great stuff. A little
1: shout-out to the delightful individuals that hit us up on email, Uh, Mm. so make sure you do at our website.
0: And see, you've all learned how this works. Rachel is in charge of the content. (laughs) Okay? I just sit here will agree with new ideas, I'm very supportive, but Rachel is the ideas of this machine.
1: See, what I could have done is waited right until the end when we do matter for no, like the it. week and sprung it on no, you there, like but it. this way, I plant the seed so you've got a little bit of time to come up with something later on. Well,
0: you certainly know it's more effective than sending me an email text or calling <laughs> me during the week.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm
0: terrible. <laughs>
1: yeah, you really are. I know it's nothing against me. Do, you feel,
0: do you feel sort of a bit... Mm...
1: I've known you for a long time. I know this... I know Has you're it a always bit... been like this? It's always been like this, but I also know you're a bit. busy man. So I know you're not actively ignoring, because I get the same way when I'm busy. I forget certain things and then I come back to it a week later. My mind
0: is at the moment, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I need sort of mega memory Kevin Trudeau's mega memory tapes. Oh,
1: remember those? Yeah.
0: Ironically, sort of. (laughs) Is that I need one of those tapes because I am at the absolute depths at the moment of when I walk from the front room to the back room. I walk into the kitchen I go, why am I here?
1: My most concerning forgetfulness, Occurs in the car. Do you? Mm. Does this ever happen to you? I have. Which many, ones, left and right? <laughs> that happens all the time. But on many occasions, I will be driving, and I will. It's almost like I've come to, and I've gone. Where am I going? Yeah. And where am I?
0: You know, it's absolutely freaky that how, how autopilot something as serious as driving is, where you just go, how am I here?
1: Yes. I feel like I'm having an acid flashback, only I never took acid. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just unsure about what's happening. So romance news, P.
0: Murray. Romance news.
1: Thank you very much. Uh, Oh, that was actually the love muscle, wasn't it? Yes, it it was. (laughs) I got my characters confused.
0: Please, I only do three. So, what's a, the romance news, Rachel?
1: Well, love muscle, a man has been and mm. please stick around for this break. Don't let Paulie come back. Okay, a man. Oh. Has, <laughs> okay, a man has been fined fourteen hundred pounds mm. because he dressed up in his girlfriend's clothes to sit her exams for her because she was nervous. <laughs>
0: Well, this is a very common problem. Is it? Oh, funnily enough, when I was working back at uh, Radio 2UW back on the AM band in Sydney, I remember receiving call after call of transgendered teenagers <laughs> who seemed to use the HSC as cover for their want to remove their penis. Oh, really? Mm. This is actually also a little-known fact that uh, Bruce Jenner became Caitlyn Jenner because he wanted to sit one of his daughter's exams.
1: That's a lot of work to go to help out one of your kids. What
0: can I say? The heart wants what the heart wants. (laughs) You're listening to Paul and Rach. Rachel, stripper news. (laughs) (laughs) Stripper news. I've got a feeling every segment might be like this today. (laughs) I know. Okay. uh, Now, according to a local Las Vegas television station, KVVU... TVVU.
1: They all have a lot of letters in their names.
0: Very strange. Very uh, there is a strip club in Vegas mm-hmm. that is trying to, uh, you know, improve its stakes. Yeah. It's trying to make sure that they have the freshest stock of young ladies.
1: <gasps> okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> so they are they are openly saying, "Have you just finished school? Come work for us." <gasps> Okay, now this is sort of in the vein of where we were last week about the young girls in porn business, but the name, of the strip joint? Yeah. Little Darlings. Oh! No, no. Like, I'll go to Crazy Horse.
1: You'll go to Butter Bing. Butter Bing. Showgirls, Love and
0: Rockets. But
1: you're not going to go to My Little Ponies. No. <laughs> Get the
0: guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page.
1: I don't think a podcast would be complete at the moment without me giving you a little Married at First Sight update.
0: And I'm- I now, because of you, and I love you, but I hate you. Yeah. I love you, but yeah, I hate you. Yeah, you? No, I'm now oh. noticing all of the endless stories about it. Oh, so I'm just yeah. sort of like clicking on them going, what? what? Mm-hmm. I was never committed to you. I don't know who that is.
1: They're dropping like flies, to By be honest.
0: By the way, we've just got rid of the mic stand. We're just going free st- freestyle. <laughs> I thought I'd do a bit of beatboxing. Yeah. When, when did
1: you get, when, what's all this about? No, I'm just about to, to shuffle my microphone over to my
0: speaker on my computer. I just, you're getting a bit urban.
1: I'm getting a little bit urban, a little bit Eminem. I'm going to hold my mic upside down like this. By the way,
0: why the metaphor? Like, well, you know, they talk about urban music or Mm. urban movies, and clearly it's a reference to African-American. Yeah, I'm not sure, really. Anyway.
1: Anyway. So... You know it's
0: a good break when we both say anyway at the same (laughs) time. (laughs) It's like when a caller wraps you up. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So
1: we're, they're dropping like flies, right? Yeah. I, we, we revealed on the podcast that Ronnie and Michael were done because a mate of a mate of mine had patched uh, Michael. The latest ones to drop were Michelle and James, who were the one couple out of the four that really seemed like the sweetest and most into each other. But Michelle... Like
0: after, a Poirot mystery.
1: Exactly. After filming last year, Michelle is already remarried.
0: Oh. Yeah. Oh.
1: To an ex-NRL player, I think. No, uh, who she dated once before. So that's gone in the drink. But the one... That is most fiery is, of course, this relationship with Claire and Lachlan.
0: This is not going to last any longer than the damn TV show. No,
1: the only thing that this has done has been the most perfect RSVP profile for Lachlan, who will have no (laughs) shortage of women wanting to get their butts up to his farm and marry him for a delightful life. Of just rational, logical, romantic love. So I, I just like to share these bits of audio with you because I know in particular you love a bit of a bitches be crazy moment. Here is, <laughs> here is, <laughs> just be crazy.
0: You are freestyling.
1: Oh, I am. Here is,
0: here is. Us today. Continue.
1: Here is Claire's outburst from uh, this week. Hi, my name's Jess. Clearly, that's not Claire's. Is, is this another auto roll?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Aren't these irritating? Uh, and right. I, I, you know. Advil is a uh, pain relief you can trust, by the way, just in case anyone was wondering. Oh, hang on, we've got a
0: new sponsor, have we? <laughs> Here we go.
1: I've given up my whole life. The whole time we've been together, you've spent one day at the
0: farm, and that's a massive sacrifice on, on my part. This is all reasonable. What would you like me to do? Oh some of that schedule. I work in the city. What do you
1: want me to do? What would make you happy? I really
0: don't understand. Sorry for making you unhappy. Oh. What are you trying to say? That you've increasingly made commitments and I haven't? No. Don't actions speak louder than words? No, you're wrong. I don't
1: care where we
0: f- live. i well, we're going to sit here and justify just have Just so happens to me. be that we've been here for the whole time except for half a day on the farm. I don't don't- care. Let's move to the f- farm right now. Oh. Oh man! What an oh.
1: absolute piece of work! What just
0: oh, the, you know the horrible thing is is I can imagine this nonsense going on in houses all around Australia yeah. where semi-hot yeah. chicks are just going crazy like this. Yeah,
1: it's incredible. Because like, she doesn't, she, I mean, as
0: I always joke, right, mm. she doesn't want a partner, she wants a pet that can feed itself. Yeah,
1: absolutely, she does. Oh. And at the, earlier oh. in the night, they went to a dinner with the other couples and this Lachlan bloke, who is a delightful guy, and you can even hear in the way he argues, he's a very reasonable chap. <laughs> i I
0: know he's looking shaky, are you? <laughs> you lining up for a shot at Lachlan. And if you want, do you want to get him on the podcast?
1: He said... <SSSSSSSSSSSSR> That's what I, I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, like oh, oh, see when she giggles. I might have just hit a little red uh, red button, have I? Got a little candle going, have you, sweetie? Just a little candle in your heart.
1: I don't like it when you know how to talk into the
0: microphone. <laughs> <laughs> want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrache.com.au. Rach, we're not going to break into new ground here, but um, I was drawn to a story in one of the the free papers they give out in London, which is a thing called Metro, right? Mm-hmm. They, uh, you know, it's like the MX, which sadly I think is about to get the ass in it Australia. Is. Yeah. And also
1: I wonder if that's got anything to do with the fact that they just recently introduced a, um, you know how you put your, what, what's it called? What are the... Uh, balls. <laughs> no, no, no. Elbow. Mr, Mr. Mrs. Miss. Ms. What are they called?
0: Uh, you, prefix Your title, yeah, yeah. Yeah, your
1: title. So they've just added to that mix to cater for people who are gender neutral, oh, okay. MX.
0: Uh, oh! <laughs> See, I'm, I also uh, don't quite understand the need for the prefix anyway.
1: I know, but they always insist on asking
0: Yeah, whenever, you, but, also, why do why do you need this when you're filling out a form, you know, to, to buy a T shirt? Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> like
0: exactly. Why do you care? Why do you need to know?
1: Yeah. So anyway, back yeah, to
0: so, the Metro. So, uh, so Metro's uh, put together a list of uh, ten stupid laws you don't know you're breaking in the UK. Mm-hmm. Now again I'm not pretending we're tilling any new ground here. But uh, these are always interesting to me because there's always sort of weird ones. Like, did you know in Argentina it is against the law to serve alcohol or even consume alcohol on election days?
1: Oh, really? Yeah. There are plenty of these. If you go searching around on Google, there are plenty of these laws that are still technically in place, but, you know, they haven't been removed, but nobody enforces them because they're just so ridiculous.
0: Correct. Like, apparently, uh, one from the Metropolitan Police Act of 1839, It's illegal to sing happy birthday in a restaurant. The song is a copyrighted work, so performing it in public is technically a violation of copyright. This is
1: an exceptional law and should be enforced left, right and centre. You know my great fear of having Happy Birthday sung to me. Oh, come on, it's
0: beautiful I song.
1: I hate it so much. My entire insides just want to curl up and die. Oh. I, it's awful. It's so embarrassing and everybody looks at you and everybody's off key and everybody always hits it too high yeah. in that opening note nah. and then you get... <laughs>
0: Yeah, okay, but what, what, how do you feel about the sparkler in you know the oh, in fried the cake ice cream? Yeah. The
1: problem is if you put a sparkler in every, anything, nobody can resist singing "Happy Birthday" yeah, ever. You know, that's just true. leave the candles and the sparklers out. Bring out a cake, say "Happy Birthday, sweetheart," and let's be done with
0: oh, it. Oh, it's a little bump pat and you're done. And we're done. You would yes. prefer a collective bump pat from everyone sitting around the table yes. than them singing at you?
1: Yes, I would rather be sexually harassed over and over again than actually wait. <laughs>
0: You're listening to Paul and Rach.
1: Cross your legs, P. Murray, and hold on to your nether regions. Hang on. I'm about to tell you some testicle news. Testicle news. (laughs) Testicle (laughs) news. That's it up in the upper register. A Spanish matador... Has lost his left testicle after a bull gored it. Is that the word? Yeah. Straight through the left ball. Oh. The words that they described when they were when they were saying oh. what happened was that the left testicle was eviscerated. Oh, just
0: <laughs> oh. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Good on your bull. <laughs> exactly. Good on your bull. <laughs> I hate the bullfighting. I hate the running of the bulls. I hate all of that garbage. And to know that the bull got one back, mm-hmm. well I'm, done.
1: I'm sure he would have gone back to his mates and high-fived everybody if they didn't actually still kill the bulls at the end of it. Correct.
0: More happy news with Paul and Rage next. Get the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Oh, Rach, one of the best things ever is about to happen. What? Japan is seriously thinking about putting... Toilets and elevators. Remember how we've talked about this for years? That if an elevator, you know, shuts down, breaks, you've got to pick a corner and go to it.
1: I think this is inviting trouble because, you see, it's great in an emergency situation, but we know not everybody Mm. in this universe is as mentally hinged as the rest. (laughs) And so if you put a toilet in an elevator, while it may be for emergency purposes only, I feel like that's an invitation to the less modest of the world to just drop a load off between haberdashery and women's lingerie.
0: (laughs) It's a quick quick run. I mean, you'd have have to be particularly expert in the evacuation of one's... uh...
1: Don't you think?
0: Oh I, look! I'd have no doubt. Remember the shiwi?
1: Yeah, I do remember. Okay,
0: which is basically uh, you know a...
1: standing potty for women so that they can go to urinals yeah. instead of having to wait in the long queue for the
0: toot. So essentially, it's yeah, it's a tube that they're going to put into in, into part of uh, a little cavity in the elevator, which you'll be able to do you know piddle in and go shunk and it'll just go down into the
1: right. See, I'm having visions of three quarters of the elevator being taken up by a roulette.
0: <laughs> you know, have you
1: seen these things in Japan that offer you What's you a can they have? All the options on it. You can have heated seat, you can have an enema, you can have a bidet, you oh. can have, like, they'll squirt you, dry you, the whole thing. It's like a, a digital electronic toilet seat. So I'm thinking that the doors are going to open, mm. kind of like when you use one of those coin-operated public toilets and the coin runs out before you've finished. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> yeah, and the, se- and then
0: the door just <laughs> clink, <laughs> all, open.
1: It happens quite a lot in the Kings Cross area. I have walked past those toilets a number <laughs> of times and people weren't in there going, to the
0: toilet. (laughs) So you've seen acts of love. Yeah,
1: yeah. When the coin has run out and the doors opened (laughs) up and then some of the more classier members of this great Australian population are at the sort of final stages of some private time because apparently... And they just keep
0: going, presumably.
1: Yeah, they keep going because if you are going to (laughs) rent a public toilet to have sex with a prostitute, Mm. you're probably not going to care if the door opens.
0: Good point. (laughs) Want to stay in touch? Head to the website paulandrace.com.au.
1: Have you seen the Wallabies jersey that everybody's up in arms about? No, tell me. I've never really understood the idea of getting. And by the
0: way, when are our arms not in the air? I know. We're so permanently shitty yeah. that we just. It's as if we're all just on a roller coaster mm. for, because our arms are always up in the air. So
1: essentially, the Wallabies jersey is just a yellow jersey with a bit of green on the arm. Now, people and fans get so nutty. About stupid things This jersey has come out And here are some of the Really proportionate responses To the release of a new jersey I actually
0: quite like it
1: Yeah Have a listen to this Do you think that that jersey Warrants this response? Mm -hmm. I could have drunk a case Of pineapple cruisers And eaten a mid-2000s Australia one-day shirt And vomited out something better (laughs)
0: Disgraceful Disgraceful Or how
1: about this God help us Why do they do this to us?
0: (laughs) You're listening to Paul and Ray Now, Rach, I hope the people who listen to the Paul and Rach podcast, and God love you for doing so, and, you know, give us five stars in iTunes, get us uh, up in the rankings, uh, retweet, like, pass it around, pass it to the left-hand side, as they like to say. (laughs) Yeah. All right. We break the news here, okay? We've done it on the the, Four Men and a Little Lady show. (laughs) Is that what it's called? (laughs)
1: No, but it should be. (laughs) Married at first sight? Yeah, brilliant. Just
0: amazing television. Amazing television. So we've broken news on that. And also, you know, previously we've talked about the world of sex addiction. You've taken a finger to typewriter Mm -hmm. and punched out something for news.com.au. Now, last time when you did this... There was the, all the hate in the world and the screaming at you because you call bullshit on weddings. Yes, yes. You call bullshit on, 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 on extravagant, over the top expectations that people have of their guests. Mm. I want to know when you dip your toe back into the water and you have got into the controversial area that is the bedroom, mm-hmm. what was the reaction this time?
1: Funny that while women will cry foul about me saying that they asked for presents and that that is unacceptable, they're not crying foul about me wondering whether cheating on them is a bad idea. Oh! <laughs> Shocking. <laughs>
0: Did any- anyone try to sort of jump down your throat?
1: No, because I, I, I went very measured with this article. I had my opinion in there with a few expert opinions. So I was You trying... didn't pull
0: your punches because of the last one, though, I hope. No,
1: no, no, Come not on. at all, not at all. Because this sort of...
0: opinion game, let me tell you, sweetie,
1: <laughs> is you see
0: this? This is your chin, yeah. and it arrives in every room before you do. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: You lead with it every day. I
1: know. So I didn't pull myself back because of the last article. It just wasn't as – I guess I'm just a little bit less punchy when I don't really know what I'm talking about. Talking about, okay, cool. So, you know, so I did go a little bit more middle of the road. You're
0: just vaguely waving <laughs> your arms around rather than yeah. punching this time.
1: But more often than not, people sort of wrote in and said, "Yeah, you know, I, I don't think that uh, I think that that was a fair point." I thought, "Geez, this is a different response to last week, isn't so, it?" But here's
0: the thing: so, so I, I just want to pin this down a little. There is, I mean, there is a thing called sex addiction. Mm. It is a diagnosable thing. Mm. So, do you think that, you know, the vast majority of people diagnosed with it are diagnosed, uh, or or bring it up as an excuse? Your issue is more the excuse makers or the... You know, diagnosing of a behaviour that everyone else previously five years ago would have said, love rat.
1: Yes. See, my thing was that once something like this becomes quite known in the in the media, a lot of people who are really a love rat go, oh, this must be what I have, sex addiction, mm. when in reality you just dropped your moral compass and you're a douchebag. Can I
0: also put this out there, mm. that I don't think that it is implausible that we're all to some degree addicted to sex.
1: But my issue, as is our issue, is that people are racing to find a syndrome to explain away bad behaviour at the moment. So sex addiction to me just seemed like one of those things. And the people that I spoke to said that, you know, it's not an excuse, but there are a very, very small proportion of the population for whom sex is not necessarily the addictive issue. It's more that sex, they're addicted to the endorphins that are released that Ah. actually lower their stress levels. Yeah,
0: right. But also, here's the thing too. I mean, if we were talking about somebody who is a true sex addict, Addict, like, say, some celebrity is a true sex addict. Mm. You would think one of the people they've had sex with isn't a model. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It might be yeah. the model's ugly cousin. Yeah. Just because you'll do, you'll do fine. Yeah. You're all, you've all got massive boobs. <laughs> Get the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page.
1: Questions for Paulie.
0: <laughs> oh, no, not wrong. Uh, yes.
1: <laughs> with more than one question, this time. I'm week, loving
0: the headphones, by the way. I know. Has that, my voice changed?
1: Yeah, it does make a massive difference. Am I a
0: little bit red, leather, the yellow leather? Am I a bit regional radio man? No,
1: you're not a regional radio man. Am I a little intimate
0: with the microphone?
1: But I love it. Thank you. You see, when you have headphones in, you can. I know what I'm doing. You do. You know <laughs> what you're doing. You can also <laughs> do things like whisper.
0: Oh, exactly. So,
1: question number one Do you ever drop your phone on your face when you're reading it while lying down? Oh,
0: yes, yes. <laughs> I <laughs> Thank God, somebody. Else. It's yes. And I do just this go, hang on all
1: what? the time. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But
0: what? What is it? What is it? Is this sort of like the sort of little muscle thing that just goes? I don't care. Dropped. Dropped. Yeah.
1: And and right on the bridge of the nose. Oh, oh yeah. Right in the eye. Oh, I've done a Corner of the phone in yeah. the eyeball before. Yeah. God, yeah. it is so painful.
0: It's like that thing where you know if if uh, as as lads would know, a direct hit to the balls. Yeah. While painful is not as painful as the sort of just on the end right phenomena. Yeah. And when you drop the phone. You know, holus Mm, bolus, mm. I'm sure a direct hit to the eye is sore, but it's the bit just above, just to the side that makes you
1: freak out. I really think that there might be a market for a harness that you can actually lay down (laughs) and it sort of sits on your chest and holds the phone above you so that you can just operate it without it dropping.
0: (laughs) Look, I have no doubt that perhaps one of our most passionate listeners, Trevor Long, will have an answer for this. <laughs>
1: That's true. He will. Trevor
0: Long from yourtechlife.com.au. Can you get in touch with us, mate? Yeah,
1: please tell us if there already exists a harness to prevent you from dropping your phone on your face, but also. I and mean, specifically
0: for that purpose. For okay. That purpose. We're not talking about anything else that you can repurpose. Has anyone actually come up with this?
1: And as if men listening to this podcast aren't going to thank me greatly for giving them another reason why <laughs> they. <be> free. <laughs> no, but killing the mood of sex in the bedroom. Having a headache is one thing. Can you imagine looking over to your partners and they're strapped into a phone harness? (laughs) Oh, no, thank you very much. Uh, So the next question, is there anything more annoying than when somebody walks behind you at exactly the same pace and doesn't take you over?
0: Yes, it's a little freaky. It is so
1: creepy. Yeah, it's
0: creepy. How can you not feel that you are being... uh... Stalked. Yeah, correct.
1: uh, This happened to me the other day. probably
0: happens to you a lot more than me because from behind, what a look.
1: (laughs) Seriously. What a look. I had this happen to me the other day. For 100 metres, I sort of had this weird situation where I was in this Jack the Ripper moment where I was looking (laughs) over my shoulder all the time thinking that somebody's (laughs) going to attack me. And finally, have you ever gotten onto a plane with carry-on baggage that does meet the weight restrictions. Oops. I take a small carry-on bag, but I've never been underweight. Oh, okay. And so the the weight when everybody's boarding, mm. for me, is always a nerve-wracking situation. We going to catch it. Exactly, where I try and pretend <laughs> that I can walk up really straight and that the bag isn't heavy at all, when in reality it's giving me scoliosis. Well,
0: okay. Well, we all know that in the past, uh, when you've checked in, you bring a lot of hardware with
1: you. <laughs> I brought hardware with
0: once (laughs) oh oh, of course (laughs) just once your honour I mean, what's the statistical chance of being caught with it? The
1: podcasters who are just joining us, please refer back to the earlier podcast where Paul and I were broadcasting from the Virgin Pre- Pre- President's Lounge, is Yeah, it? I think it was, yeah. Yeah, and I had to put my baggage the through. The Virgin Jesus Lounge. The Virgin it's Jesus. It's pretty exclusive. <laughs> and I had to put my bag through the x-ray machine and at the other end they decided to check because there was <laughs> contraband <laughs> material in there, which I was so glad ended up being the nail scissors that I didn't remember I packed and not the one thing that could have been really embarrassing that I did remember I packed.
0: Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrache.com.au. I had a moment uh, last week, Rach, where I was reminded about how decrepit old, past it and uncool I am. I was at the Mumbrella conference. Mumbrella is the uh, media marketing uh, website, but they do this massive and pretty impressive conference.
1: Next year, could I be your plus one? Sure. Thanks.
0: Sure, I can get a guaranteed plus one. You can? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because tickets are very expensive. Yeah. I'll get you in, sweetie, <laughs> okay. but you might have to stay in my room. Oh,
1: dear me. What are you willing to do?
0: Uh, <laughs> I'll sleep on the floor.
1: Yes, you will. <laughs>
0: Now, anyway, there was a, a a collection of marketing students and I was asked to, you know, tell a little story about, you know, how you get into the beers and all mm. the rest. So there I am. I, I walk into the room and just all of these resplendent, good-looking young, you know, men and mm. women, just, you know, you know what the look of like a 20 to 21-year-old
1: is. Yeah, nobody ugly wants to get into media. But also, where are the nerds? Yeah. Certainly. Like, where are the nerds? Where are the
0: shy people? <laughs> Everyone's just a f- Model. Yeah, I know. Anyway, they're all there, and uh, and you know, get up the front them a bit. And then I thought, yeah, I'm going to do something that I've never done before because I am so confident that I'm actually going to get the response that will depress me. So I stand up and I say, "Is there anyone in this room who was born in 1994?" And thirty people put their hand up, and I said, "Because that's when my career started." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instantly, you feel like the oldest. F- in the world. Mm-hmm. The idea that there are people who have been alive as long as you've been able to do it.
1: Yeah, I had this experience the other day it's when I was uh, talking to some of the radio kids at oh, afters. You've
0: got a crush on one or two of them.
1: <laughs> no, I do not. And uh, we were doing a bit of a an air check on their 80s show that they had done. Now, one of the girls... none of
0: them have lived the 80s.
1: Well, this I sort of forgot until I said to them, you know, maybe tell a personal story about something or something that reminds you. And and I'm like, okay, take this song, for example, Culture Club. Like, I can remember doing this. Like, what do you remember from that? And she goes, "Mm, I was born in 1996. (laughs) I was like... Oh, okay, that's 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 fair enough. All right. Well, yeah. let me just scrap every other note that <laughs> I've got for you.
0: You're listening to Paul and Rach.
1: I remember a couple of podcasts ago we were talking about what did you think when you were younger that you found out when you were older wasn't true? Yes. 2.0 told me an adorable one that he thought when he was a kid, and that was Love. that... Love. <laughs> no. That was that life was black and white Until (laughs) color television came in.
0: Hit the guys up on the Paul and Rage Facebook page.
1: It turns out that we read weekly from a magazine that is the hardest to find magazine in this country. Can we
0: just agree, by the way, mm. best text message ever what? from Arcor Bay? Yeah. And by the way, can I reenact how this went in our house this morning? Yeah. Did says, "Oh, Rach just sent you a text. Oh, yeah, can you just read it for me? On my way. Anywhere near you, I can pick up a porno." <laughs> <laughs>
1: to two news agencies this this week mm. and both mm. of them were sold out of Picture Magazine and Ooh. one place only had one copy.
0: But what a testament to the popularity of that journal. Yeah. That is just everywhere. But also, you've run into a bit of trouble here which is that I, my suggestion was i oh, look, go to the servo because mm-hmm. presumably they still sell them at the servo. No,
1: they don't. And I've purchased another magazine in the hopes that they would have those stories, but unfortunately they don't. So, oh,
0: so hang on, let's, let's have a look. What, what mm. have they got in here, though? We're talking about, you know, zoo, which... Yeah.
1: It's just got titties and a bit of, and just mostly bloke stories about shock and
0: awe. Yeah, there's a, the, wow, look.
1: Why, oh. why do blokes mags mm. like to see things like cut arms and, and wounds and things? Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm not listening to
1: you. <laughs> right, you've got boobs in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, so we haven't got a story this week. She's
0: quite uh, revolting. <laughs>
1: And, and i think we might need to, to dish out it for a, bit of a this. All right dish out for a subscription to the old picture magazine oh
0: actually let's let's crowdfund it
1: <laughs> yeah can you send us picture magazine please um <laughs> No,
0: no, can you not? Let us not give a postal address when you can send old manky pornos. So
1: I thought we'd finish up, uh, because I was going to get Regional Radio Man to read a story. He's a
0: tough get, though. Since he started appearing on this potty. (laughs) The ego. The ego.
1: So I'm hoping that he's going to pop on board and give a special shout-out to wrap up our podcast to our Mad Rooter of the Week, who is Bob. Bob has emailed us uh, during the week at our website, paulandrace.com.au. Please shoot us an email uh, because Mad Writer of the Week is something we'd like to continue throughout the podcast. He's written, Hi guys, I've subscribed to numerous podcasts but yours is definitely my favourite. I'm a police officer and I listen to you guys while cruising around town. Hmm. I've developed the skill of listening to the police radio and you guys at the <laughs> same time. That's safe. Now that's uh, awesome. Good on I, you mate. I Thank live you. in a regional town and I love regional radio, man. Thanks very much. Love, Bob.
0: Oh, well Bob, what a lovely man you are. Thank you for your service. Good Mm -hmm. on you and the rest of uh, the coppers. It's really nice. So, look, we did get in touch with Regional Radio Man for you. And uh, this is something that I think he did on his breakfast show, was it?
1: Yeah, it was a bit earlier this morning.
0: Okay, mighty fine. 25 degrees today. Looking forward to another beautiful day here in country Victoria. And I want a big shout-out to Bob. Bob is a fantastic local copper, part of the thin blue line. And make sure you don't fall off at any time soon by being corrupt. You're listening to Paul and Rach. Ah-hoo, werewolves of London.